0: This is Dan and I am here with uh, Rachel and we're going to talk about a very uh, specific topic today. This is our second podcast. Uh, We decided to keep it going because, you know, allegedly dozens of people have listened to our first podcast. So we figured we might as well keep it going. Um, Today we're going to talk about bicycles, bicycle accidents, and and a lot of specifics in regards to that. And uh, we both rode our bikes down here today.
1: Great day for a ride.
0: And I ride down. We, we live in Washington, D.C. I rode down 16th Street, and I, I've relayed this uh, idea to Rachel before. I am scared of riding my bicycle uh, in D.C. because I am afraid of getting doored. And and the reason why we're talking with Rachel today is because uh, Rachel has been doored. So uh, and how long has the term doored been around now?
1: Doored has been around... At least as long as I've been riding my bike in the city. Um, I it's, rode a,
0: my... it's a very urban thing.
1: It's an urban thing. Yeah.
0: You're, you're not going to get doored in the suburbs uh, unless if you're, you know, really careless. But why don't you, uh, Rachel will start, by why don't you just describe what happened to you and what getting doored actually is.
1: So let me start with what getting doored actually means. Getting doored is when somebody in a vehicle opens their door into a cyclist. Um, unfortunately, this isn't a medical term yet, it, should, it will eventually, it be. It'll
0: eventually be an ICD-10 uh, diagnosis code for all you medical people out there as a little joke. It should be because it happens. Uh, as, a, as a clinician, I am seeing a lot of people in this clinic who get doored. Like you are one, right now, you're one of three or four people who I'm treating who got doored in D.C. while riding their bike. And it's usually, it's usually a parked car. Correct?
1: It's typically a parked car um, most time, uh, unless they're involved in a heist. Moving cars don't open their doors.
0: <laughs> yeah, I get, yeah, that's uh, you're right. That was um, a, that was a dumb question. So it's it's a parked car where somebody opens the door and the cyclist goes right into the door,
1: or the door goes right into the uh, cyclist. Yes,
0: and depending depending on our point of view. So what is so uh, what exactly happened to you?
1: I was uh, riding my bike to work as I typically do, and. Um, a car stopped mid traffic at a green light, middle of the block. Um, I typically it's safer to ride closer to moving cars than to the parked cars. So I had left my enough room on my right side where the parked cars were, so I was outside of the door zone. And that's the zone that doors open into that you don't want to be close to well, so not get very, door. We're
0: getting very technical now. That's good to know. And
1: uh the passenger in the back seat opened the door. So it was. A, and it was a ta- my wrist.
0: It was a taxi slash Uber type deal. just to, You know, have the record straight. There's a lot, and that that's to, a lot of these accidents that we're seeing happen with taxis or Ubers because they stop at what would we say inoper- in, inopportune locations and times, as opposed to just being legally parked on the side of the road. Correct. And. Uh, for, for those of you guys who aren't familiar with, with Washington, D.C., uh, the population is exploding. And there are tons of, of people moving into the district. I want to say the population has gone from, what, half a million to, to we're, I think it's pushing 700,000 people now, something like that. And now. with
1: that many people, you know, there's only so many ways you can get around. Yeah. Metro is unreliable at the moment. So a lot more people are relying on Two wheel commutes or ride shares, right? To get around town.
0: Gotcha. Okay, so that that originally happened to you, and you you injured your hand. Um, so we've been we've been seeing Rachel for a, a, a hand injury, and by the way, a lot of for, for whatever reason, a lot of bike accidents involve hand injuries, because I, I think when people fall off their bikes or if they're knocked down to the side, they're the uh, you know the what the person wants to do is put their hand out, and that usually ends up hitting the hitting the asphalt or the concrete or the curb or, or the car door so hand injuries are actually really common to uh, to see with this this type of mechanism um, did you go to that did you go to the hospital
1: um I did so let me walk you through what happened as soon as I got doored um, miraculously I didn't actually fall off my bike um, but my wrist was in screaming pain um, how fast so- were
0: you going when you hit when you
1: Probably 12, 13 miles
0: an Uh, hour. uh, Good times.
1: Uh, My ride to work is downhill. Um, So I called 911, took lots of pictures of the accident scene, and the paramedics came and it was obvious to me I didn't have a life-threatening injury, but they finally convinced me that I should go to the hospital. Um, The hospital gave me a wrist splint. I followed up with the orthopedist the following day, went for an MRI. The short story is I have a little ligament in my wrist um, called a TFCC that's torn.
0: Yep, very. The TFCC is on the pinky side of your finger. If you follow the pinky side of your finger up your up your hand and into your wrist, there's a there's a a flexible area there where the long bones of your forearm meets your wrist, and there's a there's a, a like a cartilage pad that fits in there. It's called the TFCC. And it's really, really painful when you mess it up. And I've seen people who have partially torn it, or even just kind of crunched it, when they're in pain for it could be months, sometimes years. And uh, it's a tricky injury, and it's nagging. And uh, Rachel doesn't like that. and And I, you know,
1: I am not a fan. I got injured back in August. It's now January. And I'm still seeing Dan once a week.
0: There we go. I mean, you're you're getting there, but it's definitely like a a a slow process. Did you take the Did you take the uh, ambulance to the hospital? By the way, I did. And what did you do with your bike?
1: It came with me.
0: So they they put, and that's cool. See, I learned something today. So you can actually fit a bike into an ambulance. I was not on
1: the gurney. (laughs) The bike was next to the gurney. Um, The D.C. Fire Department was very gracious in assisting me. That's cool. But I would say anybody who gets doored um, should seek medical attention. Anybody who gets hit by a car should seek medical attention, whether it's going to the emergency room or your general practitioner or urgent care.
0: And the reason for this is because you've got to, you know, if there are legal issues with this and the other party was at fault, you have to document this. So... Definitely. And, and, you know, I guess we could start talking about the, the WABA now there's so, so WABA, is it, what an acronym for?
1: The Washington Area Bicyclists Association.
0: And they, and they're pretty, they're fairly present in DC. They are. I've, I've seen, like I've seen, they'll, th- do they sponsor the bike to work day?
1: They are, I don't know if they sponsor or but they're, they're involved. heavily involved they're in, involved it. They're in bike, it. They're a bike advocacy organization in DC.
0: Um, they're active and they're, I, I think they're a good group. Um the, I was riding my bike home <laughs> on bike-to-work day, apparently, up 15th Street, and this is my Waba story. Um, so I'm riding up 15th Street, and there's a group of people at the intersection. They have signs, and I don't know, it looked like this is DC, so I thought maybe people were picketing something, and I didn't know, I couldn't figure out what it was. And as, as I'm coming up to it, there, the Waba people were on either side of the, of the bike lane, and they were cheering people as they went by. Did you, it was weird i was i was i think i was mildly freaked out by it so i'm riding through there and they're like yeah yeah good job buddy. i'm like what are you what are you doing and Why then once anybody once, cheer me on yeah, my bike tour well, I, so once i figured out who they were and what it was i'm like okay that's i thought that was actually cool but at the at the time i thought like this is slightly creepy but anyways we like we like waba and waba has a has an app
1: they have a crash app which is so sad that they have to develop a crash app. But what's really great about that, um, I will tell you when you get doored, you are not thinking clearly. Um, the first thing I did was start taking pictures of everything, which I'm really glad I did. and then I called 911 and then I remembered I had downloaded this crash app in case something happened and I'd never opened it before and I opened it. and it's you know it tells you what to document, you know. Get the driver's information, get their insurance information, get the witness information, get the make and model of the vehicle, get the police report number, um, the whole nine yards. It's a free app. Um, if you look up WABA and whichever app store you use, I'm sure you can find it.
0: And, yeah. I'm, sh- and I'm sure, I mean, and I'm, I haven't researched this that heavily, but I'm, I'm guessing that other large metropolitan areas have resources like this that are similar, or can they just use the WAB, even though this is a Washington thing, I'm sure somebody in Boston or Chicago could use the app for the legality reason of having. Yeah.
1: Know. And the, inter- the great thing that happens after you fill out all this information in the app, and this is really great in DC, is it sends an email, I didn't even know this, to WABA. And the next day, somebody emailed me to follow up and see, you know, how I was doing, if I needed a lawyer, the whole nine yards. So it really went full circle. That's pretty
0: fantastic. Um, so I, I would, I'm going to, what is it? Upload it. I'm going to upload it, definitely, because I, you know, you never, you never know when that's going to be an issue. I mean, there, 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 are things that you can do to protect yourself, you know, when you're at, when you're out on the city streets riding your bike, and, uh, you know, I guess we should probably talk about a bunch of what things we've seen, what things that we have done. Um, some things that people use are a bit, ex- are, are, you know, maybe costly and or maybe slightly extreme. Uh, have you seen anybody like, for example, with like a little camera on their helmet?
1: I've seen people with cameras on their helmets, the GoPros, um.
0: That's called GoPro?
1: It's, GoPro's one of the brands.
0: Um, and it just records their entire bike ride. I think
1: so. I don't do that.
0: I mean, if you want, if you want solid, like, no subjectivity in terms of what happened, if there's a bike accident or something, or if just someone's not obeying traffic laws, I mean that's foolproof. I usually
1: Just, like if there's a car parked in a bike lane I whip out my phone and take a picture of it, but I haven't figured wow, out how man. to send that too.
0: How militant of you. Yeah. Um
1: frustrating.
0: So so bike helmets, I've seen that. There's a, there's a guy in DC, although I haven't seen him in a while, and everybody uh, the people that I that I know who have seen him have named him the Bitter Biker. Uh he is he's some dude Who's who has like every accoutrement that you can think of. He's got the camera on his helmet, and he has like a he has like a uh, what would you call it? A rape he whistle? has a rape whistle that he has in, that he, <laughs> that, he ha- that he has in his mouth. And if he's, I you can see him coming down the street, and he will let anybody have it. If 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 a pedestrian is crossing the street illegally, and he has the right of way, he will he will blow into that whistle as loud as he can. And, and I've seen him, you know. Frighten some pedestrians pretty uh, pretty markedly. Um, but most
1: cyclists have a bell.
0: Yeah, your bike your bike definitely should have a bell. And
1: I think that's law too in DC.
0: Yeah. Um, what what other things should bike lists have? Bicyclists have.
1: If you're riding at night, you want to be bright and reflective. Um, I recently got a bike uh, light belt and it flashes you know you wear it around your waist and a bus driver complimented me on it she's like that's great i can see that i yeah. can't see those little I, teeny tiny lights
0: i think if you don't have a light or lights on your bicycle you should definitely have something on you and you should and one one thing that i don't have that i, I mean i have lights on my bike but i don't have like a reflective vest or something like that and right. i probably should get something like and that and
1: you can get reflective stickers for your bike as well
0: that's a good idea too
1: um Anything reflective, anything bright. Um, if you're riding at night, and a headlight yeah. as well.
0: A lot of bikes now come standard with with a with a headlight. Really? Yeah. I did. Oh, you know what? I'm a snob. I have an e bike, so I, I I have to divulge that I have an electronic bike because I'm slightly lazy. It's a, it, it, they're fantastic. If you ever want to research and look up electronic bikes, they're a little bit more pricey, but they give you torque assist. And now, with all re- due
1: respect, it's an uphill ride back yeah. to where Dan lives from yeah. here.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think a lot. I think a couple e bike companies started in San Francisco just for the reason that uh, it's so hilly. And I, I have a big hill going home, and it's not so bad, I have to say, with the e bike. And some, I've had other bicycl bicyclists actually get angry at me. Some guy told me it wasn't fair, and I said, Hey, buddy, life is not fair. Um, any other things that we can think of, or shall we move on to? Uh,
1: uh, just a, a few things when you're riding, safety, um, riding right. consciously. Don't have headphones in your ears. Oh, that's, yeah. There's so much, so much going on in the city, so much going on around you. You've got pedestrians, you've got cars, um, you've got taxis, you've got Ubers, squirrels, dogs, whatever. <laughs> you know, <laughs> headphones, headphones don't help anybody.
0: It's a bad idea. I have even seen, I and it's. Uh, I'll tell one story about this and I will not mention this person's name, obviously, for patient confidentiality rights. Don't text while you're on your bicycle.
1: And don't talk on your cell phone. Yeah,
0: talking on your cell phone or texting on your bicycle, you are asking for it.
1: These are basic common I had, sense.
0: I had a guy, this is a God's honest truth, and I couldn't believe the story when he said this. He was texting on his bicycle. I don't think I told you this story, Rachel. Um, he was texting on his bike hit a bump or something like that. It, it could have been avoided if he had both his hands on the handlebars. Uh, he fell off the bike. He broke his forearm, broke his his radius bone. And this is the kicker. the Like the clear screen part of, of his iPhone got stuck in his face. Like his iPhone rammed up into his face, and the, and the clear screen got stuck in his chin, and he could not pull it out. And he had to go to the, he had to go to the emergency room. He said he was laughing the entire time. There he was with a massively broken arm with a, with an iPhone stuck in his face. And he said at the hospital, they just, all the interns kept coming in. Like the ER doc looked at his face like, ah, what's going? ah, hold on a minute. I'll be right back. And then all these doctors kept coming in and looking at it. So literally like stuff that crazy can happen. So as, as stupid as it sounds, both hands on the handlebars, please people. Um, Let's see. So let's, let's talk about D.C. just in, in terms of how bicycle-friendly it is. I, uh, you may agree or disagree with me, but I, I think despite the population problems and the, and the gentrification and all these people moving in, there's more cars in town, I do think that, B, that D.C. is basically bicycle-friendly. I would agree. Um, the ma- who was the mayor who, did, who really, was it Fenty? Fenty? Mayor Fenty, he was a mayor here, what, like five or ten years ago, maybe?
1: Before Gray.
0: Before Mayor Gray um, and Mayor Fenty did a lot to to make the to make DC more bicycle friendly. Um, he put bike lanes in uh, on Pennsylvania Avenue
1: mm-hmm. in the middle of the road.
0: Yeah, I mean we'll talk about we'll talk about that in a minute. But there are and, and hopefully there are not other urban areas. And if you if you live in another city and there aren't bicycle uh, lanes, you should I would contact your city council person and see what's available in terms of, you know, lobbying or trying to get them to make uh, your city more bike friendly. Uh, D.C. has has uh, a bike share, bike share. share. A lot of big cities have it now, those big kiosks that have those big clunker bikes there. So more their cities are encouraging people to use bikes. Um, So Mayor Fenty put in bike lanes on some of the larger streets, which which are helpful. And even on some streets, the bicycle lanes are actually separated from traffic with a row of parked cars, mm-hmm. like 15th Street, for example. I feel I actually feel safe riding my bike on on 15th Street.
1: So, for those of you not familiar with the 15th Street bike lane, it's a uh, 15th Street for cars is one
0: it's one, one way
1: wide. northbound. Yeah. It's three or four lanes across, and then the far lane is a two-way bike lane, and there's a buffer between the parked cars. So if you're riding on the right side of the bike lane, you're on the driver's side of the car, parked car, but there is, some, there is a door zone there. And then as you get farther up, there's cement barricades um, on the bike lane.
0: Yeah, so it's pretty... I mean, the, the chance of someone dooring you or, or a car a, a car cannot drive into your lane.
1: Right, and the left turns um, all have... For the cars, have left turn arrows. Yeah,
0: and here's something, here's something a little creepy. L Street in D.C., has a bike lane but it's weird so it, it's it's basically set up the same way as 15th street but there but there's also an area where the bike lane is where cars can cross into the bike into the bike lane to be able to turn left which scares me a little I'm, bit
1: i'm with you i don't like that bike lane it i'd rather ride in the street there
0: yeah so, and sometimes if i'm if i'm riding on the street i will actually do that because if you're in the bike lane and then a car has an option of pulling into your lane to turn left you have to be really you have to be cognizant of them, and they have to be cognizant of you.
1: And cars don't always respect the cyclists. Yes.
0: Um, I think that's an understatement. Look at, look at how many, uh, th- which this kind of leads us to the whole us versus, it, versus them thing. You've got bicyclists, you've got pedestrians, and you've got uh, people driving cars. And uh, you know what I think when I think about this? Everybody's self-interested. When you're on a bike, you get pissed at people who are walking illegally who are jaywalking you get pissed at cars that are are doing things that are illegal and I'll be the first to admit and maybe you can give me your opinion on this also when I'm riding when I'm driving my car and there's a slow bicyclist in front of me or there's a bicyclist doing something marginally illegal I'm pissed at the bicyclist so it's no it's just all a matter of perspective and I think we need to all kind of just understand that in terms of
1: I think there's a lot of. Uh, I spend a lot of time thinking about this as I watch cars do stupid things on my rides to and from work. I think there's a lot of misunderstandings among motorists about what bicyclists' rights are on the road.
0: Totally. Let's go. Let's you totally know, talk about that. We
1: cyclists can use the full lane of traffic.
0: We, we have can... every right to be in, in on the road as much as a, as a car does.
1: Yeah. We there are certain areas in d c where we can't be on the sidewalks. And it yeah. you know, I want to scream sometimes when I see a tourist riding their bike on the sidewalk. Yeah.
0: I think um, within the Golden Triangle... I th- the there- neighborhood
1: that Dan's office is in, you can't ride your bike on the sidewalk. Yeah.
0: There's a, and so the, each city, I, I think the take-home message here is each city probably has specific laws, and you should find out what the law is in your city in terms of whether you have to be riding on the street or if it's acceptable to ride on the sidewalk. Because once you get to a certain amount out of the densely population zone in D.C., you can ride on the sidewalk. Correct. And I had an, I, I once actually... If there's too much traffic on the street or if I'm afraid I will take my bike off of the street and and ride it on the sidewalk.
1: There's a part of uh, Georgia Avenue when I ride home sometimes by Howard University where there's never any pedestrians. It's outside of the no sidewalk zone. It's going uphill. I'm normally tired and slow by that point and I'll jump on the sidewalk yeah.
0: there. And 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 sometimes pedestrians will get mad with me. I was I was just north of the area where you can ride your bike on the sidewalk and I'm riding my bike maybe going three or four miles an hour I'm trying to be respectful and there's this old dude with a cane who's coming down I see I totally see him coming down the, down the sidewalk I am way over to the right-hand side and he stops 20 feet before I'm at him and he's pointing his cane at me I'm like okay this is this is gonna be an altercation and I, and I get up to him and he's like he goes sir obey the traffic laws in D.C. and get your bicycle on the street. And I'm not going to get into a philosophical conversation with this guy. I knew I was right because I was no- I was north of Mass Ave, like way north of Mass Ave. And I
1: think you're, you, know, you bring up a point, Dan. I think to be a cyclist in D.C., you need to know the laws of the city. You need to know, as a cyclist, you need to know where you can and can't be, when you can and can't be yes. there. And you need to be ready to defend yourself yes. because – pedestrians and motorists don't always know the yeah. laws
0: and you can, i mean is it the question is is it worth your time to get into it with somebody i'm not going to do it cuz it's a waste of time in my day and you never know when some whack job is going to have a weapon or you know this in an urban area, if you get into it with somebody that you don't know, you're kind of taking a little bit of, of a risk. I to saw do that. a
1: great uh, graphic on probably Facebook or Instagram the other day of things you can do when you are approaching an altercation with a motorist, as a cyclist oh, and one I want to read like,
0: I want to read that.
1: Wave or do something that's going to surprise them. Don't flick them off. Yeah.
0: This is Catch them you know, off guard. I know for like people from like Boston in the north. I grew up in Boston. People, people give the middle finger as as frequently as they shake someone's hand. Um, try to try to be try to be courteous and try to obey the law. I and mean, you know,
1: when a car does let you in, when a car does something respectful, try and wave. I wave. I reinforce, always wave. Reinforce yes, good yes. behavior.
0: And I I use my hands for traffic signals most of the time. And, and you know, I will admit. Um, Cyclists can get a bad rap and and some of them definitely are not safe, not to single out a, a group but like bike messengers, for example uh, um,
1: capital bike share riders
0: yes, some some people so. are aggressive and do and and they just obviously disobey traffic laws
1: and they make the rest of us look bad
0: yes um i i'm gonna i'm gonna make a confession here Rachel. I got. Chewed out by a cop a couple months ago because I, he said I blew through a stop sign. I didn't blow through the stop sign, and it was my fault because it was right in front of the police station on sixteenth. What is it, sixteenth and V or seventeenth, seventeenth oh, and V? Um, I looked both ways, and first of all, there are cop cars parked all over that street because that's that's where their station is. Little did I know, of course, that half of, it was shift change, and half of those uh, police officers. Were changing shift and a lot of them were in their cars. So I probably went through the uh, intersection going like five or seven miles an hour. I did not stop. And all of a sudden there's this cop behind me. And he's on his PA. He's like, yep, sheriff, pull over. And I pull over and he proceeded to yell at, he like yelled at me for like two minutes. And I just decided to humble myself um, I had to pat myself on the back for this. I was not a jerk. I was in the wrong, like I, he, he said, he goes, when you are a cyclist, and this is a good thing to know in DC if you're a cyclist, if you are going to a stop sign, and I didn't know this, you have to stop your bike and put one of your feet on the ground. How's, how's that for the lesson of the day? Which And nobody wants to do that because when you're on a bike, it's all about conservation of energy. It it sucks at least for me. I'm I'm kind of lazy.
1: Especially when you're like biking uphill, which is an issue in yeah. DC. Yeah. If
0: you've built up momentum and you're going like 10 miles an hour and you're about to take that hill and there's a stop sign, you really should kind of stop.
1: I mean, before The cop you... has a point though. Yeah. He's right, you know, you do need to look both directions before you Go through that stop sign. I saw a cyclist on my way to physical therapy this week um, downtown, and there wasn't a stop sign. It was a light. But he blew through a red light, and he got T-boned by a car. Yeah,
0: that's, you know what? You hate to say it's that person's fault, but it's that person's fault. With the red light, you definitely should stop. And since this, so when, when this police officer yelled at me, I just said, I just said, officer, I said, you know what? You're right. I said, I should have come to a full stop. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't even try to make a mistake. And you have to try to think of it in terms of their perspective. This guy probably has seen horrible things from, from cyclists not obeying the law. So you might as well obey the law. So that's, that's from the bicyclist point of view from, from the car or from the motorist point of view. Like where do we start, man? Texting while driving?
1: Oh god, there's so much distracted driving. But all I'll say is, when I'm driving through the city and I see cyclists, I do my best to try and respect them. I try not to cut them off. I yeah. try not to park in a bike lane. I, you know, you got to be respectful.
0: Using your phone while you're driving is my, like makes my blood boil, especially when. And I don't do it when I drive. I'm when, I'm I'm the and person that iPhone who's...
1: probably won't end up in your yeah.
0: shit. <laughs> um, and uh, one time. A woman cut me off in the bike lane. She was in her car and she was drifting over in the bike lane and she was on her phone while she was doing it. And at the stoplight, I think I, I definitely had some reserve. I wanted to lay into her. I pulled up right next to her. And her window was down, and I didn't stick my head in her in the window because I didn't want to break her personal space, you know that type of thing. But I just kind of like leaned towards the window, and and I just said, as the light was turning, I said, "You are going to kill somebody," and she did not. And she was texting on her phone, and this lady did not even she. I know she heard me because I was very loud. I was talking in the type of voice I'm talking now, and she did not flinch. She just kept.
1: I saw a car in front of Trader Joe's dropping mm. passengers off in the bike lane on the northbound side. I laid into him, which probably <laughs> is, you know, what we've told you guys not to do. Kept riding. I was going to Trader Joe's. was about to, you know, jump off my bike to cro- walk it across the street. See the guy. Make a U-turn. In,
0: on, I mean, in, in, on 14, 14th, street, 14th Street is in a really, way. really busy street. It's two
1: lanes north, two lanes south. Bike lanes on both sides, parked cars, Trader Joe's, always busy. See, so I make a U-turn and park in the bike lane again on the other <laughs> side of the street. And there were some, like, Greenpeace or Nature Conservatory. So I laid into him again.
0: What did he and say?
1: He's I, I like, what do you want me to do? I need to drop people off. And I said, do it legally. Yeah,
0: so legally, we're, if you're going to drop somebody off in your car, you should be at a corner? At a
1: corner, I believe. But not in a bike lane.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it's a huge pain in the butt.
1: And another thing, you know, if you are in an Uber or a Lyft or a taxi and a uh, driver does try and drop you off in a bike lane, tell them no, you want to be dropped off somewhere safely.
0: Yeah. And and also, some people will try to get out of their cabs. I don't, I forget if you mentioned this or not. Don't get out of your cab on the, on the, on the driver's side. If it's, fa- if it's, if that's facing in the traffic, why would you do that?
1: Yeah, so the taxi cabs in D.C. do have a little sticker in the window that says, look for cyclists, and I think that's really great. I think that helps, hopefully, and I think Ubers and Lyfts should have those, too. But I think, you know, the reason I'm here today is, because I've spent the last four months with Dan talking about yeah. safe cycling because I got doored.
0: And because, I mean, it, you know, it just seems epidemic to me. And I think the more that everybody is respectful of, of you know, of one another in, in terms of the three major modalities, the three major ways of traveling in this city, you know, everyone, A, is going to get along a lot better and B, there are going to be fewer accidents. My God, we've, only, we've already almost talked for half an hour.
1: So what's next for my hand?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, when is your when is your visit back to the doctor? I mean, that's a the whole. Weeks. Yeah, I mean, poor poor Rachel has had to have. You've had your hand what MRI or MRA contrast dye, all that all MRIs, that fun stuff.
1: X-rays. I guess I should back up um, to what I said about seeking medical attention immediately. Um, unfortunately, I've been injured more times than I can count for a variety of reasons, but. Um, You know, when I went to the hospital, my wrist is in pain and the x-ray came back and there was nothing. And I'm like, no, there's absolutely something wrong with my wrist. You know, trust your gut. Make sure you get followed up. And I'm really glad I did go to the orthopedist. Otherwise, who knows what would be going on.
0: You bring up, you made me think of another important thing to to tell people who are involved in these accidents. Um, So obviously, Rachel has conveyed that you need to seek medical attention. Uh, when when something like this happens, because it needs to be documented. Um, the other big thing too is that when people have accidents, and this is nobody really knows this, um, I and I can vouch for this as, as a clinician. The vast majority of people that have accidents do not feel pain until one or two days after, or sometimes longer than that.
1: So this guy that got t boned the other day, you know, I pulled over to make sure he was okay, and he's like, "Oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. I yeah. think I just have a ten sprained bucks." Ankle. He
0: is not fine.
1: He's Kind yeah. of a fractured femur, yeah. I think. The, the, he texted me later and told me. Uh, and see, he's like, like, "Thanks for telling me to go to the doctor."
0: <laughs> so, so the big uh, one, I guess, our final take-home message here is going to be. Follow the steps that Rachel has outlined. The the WABA app is awesome. Check it out. And even if you don't think you're that hurt, you really you really should have it checked out because there's a very good possibility that you are gonna experience some some type of orthopedic issue that maybe wasn't presenting itself at the time because you were pumped up on adrenaline.
1: I think that's yeah. Call nine one one, photograph everything, seek medical attention. Yeah.
0: Um, so as a final note if, if if anyone who's listening to this has any specific questions or has any other knowledge associated with it um, we, we will put this up in in uh, in blog form and and in podcast form on our on our website physioDC.com if you have a question or something useful that the, that the community would know uh, I think it would be a great idea just let us know
1: happy writing all
0: right and thanks for joining us Rachel it was Anytime. fun All right.